Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. If Sean decided to take over the play calling, I've seen him do it for a long time. Great success. He's going against some great quarterbacks in his day and offensive gurus that you have to beat. And so, you know, that would be great. If that's the route he feels is best for us, you know, I'm going to support that and uh, full faith that he would do a great job if it came to that. Brandon Bean, I'm not saying he doesn't mean it. Just imagine if he said the opposite. Play the opposite game. Run the test. Imagine if he said, I have no confidence in Sean McDermott to run the if that's what happens. Just come on. I'm not saying he doesn't mean it, but the the test is not that I'm not a part of an organization here in the media, but the test is if you think about what the opposite would sound like, and it would be impossible that it would be said, then the clip has no value. The quote has no value. I mean, Brandon Bean saying he has confidence in Sean McDermott is just has no value. I know, media friends, I know that sometimes that leaves you with like almost nothing to work with if you use the opposite test. Oh no, I don't have any material at all, actually, because every single thing that was said at this press conference was actually, it would be absurd to think it would even be possible that the opposite would be said. So, got to use something. I need 30 seconds here. Got to do better then. Got to come up, got to find it. Got to find, got to find somebody who will tell you something the opposite of which is not beyond the realm of possibility. That is what we need. Thank you. Commentary offered from my comfy chair here in this studio. Uh, You know, I have a window. I can see outside. I have a TV. I have a computer. I have a phone. It's kind of, I got it good. I got it good. Here's Patrick with us. Hi, Patrick. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Okay. Good. Um, hey, I just wanted to call um, to see, I guess, how you and maybe uh, you can speak sort of on behalf of your listeners, how you're feeling about this upcoming draft. Um, you know, I've been a Bills fan for a long time and a season ticket holder for a long time, and both during the drought and then even in these first few years of real sustained success, the draft is always you know, well-timed because the, the sting of the last season has worn off and, you know, you start to feel optimistic about the, the next season. But, um, you know, after the after the Chiefs lost two years ago, you know, that was horrible. But you could sort of say, well, that was a, a true, true fluke and that happens and what can you do? And then we have this season where, you know, obviously everything happened with Hamlin and all that. And that's also sort of a crazy fluke. But we just kind of get killed at home um, by the Bengals. And, 
you know, we come into this off season and it's like, it's like, it's hard to criticize Bean and McDermott because we were so bad before they got here. Um, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, McDermott has seemed somewhat limited against the elite coaches and, and Bean, God bless him for, for drafting Allen. Um, but the rest of his, his draft resume is, is actually quite poor. So, so as we, you know, we're a month removed from this Bengals loss and we're coming up, start talking about the draft. And it's like, I didn't leave that Bengals game feeling like, oh, we're, we're a safety away or we're a guard away. Like, it seemed like we almost regressed. So I guess I'm wondering, you know, in summary, how are you feeling about this draft and free agency? Are you still encouraged and optimistic about, you know, this upcoming season? Or are you feeling any of that, I guess, discouragement as well? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. Um, I'm encouraged. I'm optimistic for them. Most teams would rather be the Bills than themselves. If you could trade everything for the Bills, everything, you'd do it. There are two or three teams, maybe more, that wouldn't. So that's that's a good starting point. I am not really a believer in that any of these guys on the NFL level are better at the draft, like con- considerably better at the draft than anybody else. I mean, there are examples of teams that have done very well, like they're, they're – understanding of value is really good. Baltimore is the first team that comes to mind for this. Like they're considered excellent, but I mean, it does, it's not at all that they don't miss. I mean, they also drafted Hayden Hurst before Lamar Jackson, like in in the year they drafted Lamar Jackson, like there's always that. And then there, there can be, it's easier to accept just logically that there are teams that, or GMs that are bad at it. Like, it wouldn't be that hard to be bad at it. It would be hard to get away with it for very long in the job, but it wouldn't really be that hard to be bad at it. You just basically would ignore the consensus value. You know, you'd sort of just kind of wing it, and you could be bad at it. But I don't think really teams are better at it than other teams to a large extent. And where does that leave Buffalo? It leaves them in the the middle, like the vast middle with almost every other team. I don't think Bean is bad at it. I neither ever thought that he was great at it. Like, he's a a guy who's doing it. And I've said forever that if anybody with some basic knowledge of the NFL, you don't have to agree with this. Many people have told me they don't. But had a collection of not mock drafts only, but rankings and, like, the information that's very sophisticated and publicly available, and anybody who's really into the draft would have to acknowledge this and recognize this. They could do as well as NFL teams, I think, over over the years. I think they could do as well. I, I asked Mel Kuyper, this This is how long ago I've been carrying this around. I asked Mel Kuyper this question when I worked for ESPN, which could not have been later than 2005. So at some point that long ago, I'm walking around with, like, Mel. I, like, we were friends. Like, Mel, like, you... If I had your book and an NFL team, how would I do if I just drafted out of your book? He's like, he'd be biased, but, you know, he, he said, I think you'd do well. He said, Mike, I think you'd do well. <laughs> and so, like, I thought what I wouldn't do is just use one guy. I would use them all. And there are probably literally hundreds at this point. Anyway, I'm. it's a tangent. I, I don't think there's any reason at all to be pessimistic about the Bills in this draft. Where I think they have gone wrong, and this is not – revisionist history, is a little bit too much of an obsession about the D-line up top in these drafts. That goes all the way back to Oliver. 
That Oliver was the Quinn and Williams day when we were kind of scared into thinking the Bills were going to trade up for Quinn and Williams, who's really good. How is his team done? Now, that's a lot of positions, and that's its own conversation. But Oliver to Rousseau to Basham, Epinesa, all right, enough. And they haven't really gotten the job done, ultimately, when it's mattered the most. So, enough. Um, Offensive line needs work. Receiver needs work. At least, I think, it does. Um, You'll need a couple of defensive starters, even, maybe, through free agency or the draft. No reason to be pessimistic for them. Like, I know, I said it right after the season, you guys are not going to want to hear about the Super Bowl odds all the time anymore. All right, that was fun. They lost. Don't tell me again about the odds. They're the second choice in the AFC, if not the NFL. Like, they are right there again behind the Chiefs. So um, I would be optimistic for them, excited for them, but um, definitely not pessimistic. Thanks, Patrick. Here's George next. Hi, George. Hi, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got two comments, a Bills one and a Sabres one, and I just want to know your thoughts on it. First one is uh, about the Bills. So um, my comment is is that I'm thinking that why can't we just settle with a top 15 defense? Why are we always obsessed with a top five or better defense? So why can't we just cut who we need to cut, trade who we need to trade, not re-sign Tremaine Edmonds, and take that cap room and picks or whatever and trade, and I don't have any names for this, so I'm going to be up front with that, but do like how we did with Stefan Diggs and bring in another number one receiver and just settle with having a, a top 15 defense that can still get the job done in, you know, in most cases. And then my Sabres comment is, I know you had Chad D. Diminicis on either yesterday or the day before yesterday. talking yep. about uh, goalies um, after the trade deadline. Their winning percentage is like a losing win percentage. And it's not really as great as people make it out to be. Yes. However, in our case, I would say the Sabres, we're on such a clip right now, and we have two of the top-scoring lines in the NHL, that we're not asking a goalie to come in and stand on his head. We just need a goalie to come in and make those couple extra big saves so that we're not always you know, losing a one-goal game or eking out like, you know, a 6-5 win, that they can make those couple extra saves. So, you know, okay, there's a breakaway, but you know, we can depend on that goalie back. We're not asking him to stand on his head. So in our case, and again, I don't have a name, I think we should identify that goalie and bring them in, and I think that would buck the trend that Chad was talking about. All right. Thanks, George. Um, I think you'd be really curious if they traded for a goalie. There are lots of trades already. It's been fun already this week. I'd be really curious if the Sabres did that because they have three, and each has their own value. Um, Anderson's been their best goalie, playing more sporadically, And so I'm not looking to take him out if I'm in a playoff race. He's been the best guy. And then you have Lucan in, who you have a little bit of hope for the future with, and as perhaps as soon as next year, and the present. And then you have Comrie, who's just not gotten into any kind of rhythm yet. It'd be interesting if they did that, because it'd have to be somebody good enough to play, what, at least every other game, you know, or else why bother? And I I don't know. I don't see it. But I certainly understand why somebody would want it. Like, you want better goaltending from the Sabres. I'm not a when-are-the-goals-scored guy. I am a how-many-goals-are-scored guy because, you know, anything can feel like a big moment or anything like that, but they all count the same. I want a guy who makes more than 90% of the saves. Can I, can I have that? If I have that, I have a better team. Thanks again, George. Mike Shope here. Bulldog is off this week. Lines are open for now. We're going to talk a little Chicago Bears Number one overall pick, top of the hour, and then get you to hockey.
This is WGR. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.